and all that jazz. That's a song, right? Is it? Is the, don't they? Doesn't it some song? And go, all that jazz. Yeah, they go and all that. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, good, good, good city. That's why no one compliments me. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, so, I I just bought. Actually, I just uh, the next. Oh, okay. Let's get this out, Jim. Um. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, it's the most influential speaker from the House of M. Let's open up the icebox and see what we can find today. I hope everyone has been doing well uh, because I have been doing pretty superb lately. Pretty superbly lately is, I guess, what I wanted to try to say there correctly. Um, I always try to use correct grammar, even when I'm like texting or or Snapchatting or messengering or whatever the heck it is. I always feel like if I don't, I, I look like a, uh, I look dumb. And I always, in my mind, just, so here, here's a tip. If anyone who like messages me or anything like that in the world, if you mess up, I do judge you. Um, I, I, I'm not saying I'm right. Uh, but I do judge you because I'm like thinking, why are you spelling your, uh, you are, you know, or you, you put the wrong, your, you put you, Y O U R instead of Y O U R, uh, or Y O U apostrophe R E those kinds of, I do judge you. So when I, but I reciprocate when I make those same errors, I always put like one of those little star things and put the right word. At least I try to. And I'm always amazed when people actually understand what I'm uh, actually trying to say, uh, despite my poor English or grammar. This is the dumbest topic I've ever opened up with on the icebox. I'm really going to try this episode to not to do a rant um, because I think there's enough out there, right? I think if you want to listen to people rant, you'd probably be listening to something else. So I'm going to do my best. No promises, though. No promises at all. Anyway, I hope you all are doing swell out there. Um, We're getting through it. Hey, you know what? April to me just flew the flip by um despite everything that's going on it's already april i'm recording this on april 26th right now and uh I, it's almost done uh for crying out loud may is like just less than a week away uh and i hope things are going to start improving i i don't i've heard things have gotten worse in some areas so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to remain positive about this but yeah april just flew by for me i'm i hope it flew by for most of you too it may not have um, and if it didn't, I, you know, what are you gonna do? You can't, you can't fast forward time. If you could, that'd be awesome. Don't rant. Don't rant. Okay. I'm calming myself back down. All right. So, uh, the main show, this, uh, the main discussion in this show is we got Amy and Gina back for uh, part two of their conversation and it is loads of fun. Uh, what do we, we talk about, um, college online school. Uh, we talk about Amy's major. Um, Gina goes through a grocery list of all the different stuff that, you know, grade schoolers have to do and kind of thing. And she, she, you know, they, we have a blast. We have a blast. Um, but we talk about, uh, Disney, you gotta stay here for the Disney talk. And guess what? We also talk about Funko Pops. Oh God, I could talk forever about Funko Pops with people that I want to talk to Funko Pops about. Remember that last guy that I had a rant about because, um, he showed me his stuff in the middle of the mall and I didn't, I had other stuff to do and I didn't want to see them all. Well, if I don't want to talk here, if I don't want to talk to you, um, you'll find out. But if I do want to talk to you, oh my God, you can't shut me up. 
that's pretty much the way it goes. Uh, but yeah, so join us for part two of this conversation coming up right not right now. Hang on. I got a couple of things I got to talk to you about first before we get into that wonderful conversation with Amy and Gina. Uh, I think I can do this in three things or less here. Um, John Wick. Uh, anyone ever seen it? Uh, I've seen it years ago and I've been wanting to uh, show Gina and I was actually going to show Diego and Chloe. Uh, but, you know, but I couldn't remember if there was like uh, naughty stuff in it. And you know, there kind of is. But I, when I talk about not naughty stuff, I mean like um, the the bait and tackle kind of stuff, right? Or the the fruit, the voluptuous fruit things, right? All those kinds of. I, I didn't want to like necessarily watch that in front of them. But I think John Wick was pretty much all violence, which I have no problem showing my kids that, I guess. But you know, like guns to the head and and uh, you know break broken limbs, a lot of curse words, um, but. John Wick, I couldn't find the rated R version anywhere. None, none of the stuff that we had access to um, was streaming it. Now, we do have access to th- things that would have uh, enabled us to rent it um, or even buy it, which I was tempted to do in order to watch the the right version of John Wick. But we just saw, we saw it on, I don't even remember what streaming service now, but we saw it on some streaming service, and it was uh, shown on Sci-Fi, and it was rated TV 14. So I figure... Uh, you know, Diggs was playing uh, his his video games on his Switch. Uh, we had the buffer sitting on the couch, and I was on my nice uh, $4,000 recliner. And we just put on the sci-fi version. I was like, ah, forget it. We'll just watch this. And it was still good. I mean, you could tell in the beginning, especially, there was like a lot of curse words, and they kind of just bleeped them out. Uh, the violence, uh, yeah, that was minimized. You can tell they kind of did some quick cuts. Um, but you got the gist of it. I mean, John Wick destroys people. Um, that wronged him, right? Yeah, they they took away the dog. Oh, spoiler alert! Why am I? There's this is no no. I'm I'm talking about everything with John Wick. Okay, if you haven't seen it yet, um, I guess stop it or fast forward um, this podcast. But I mean, come on, it's it's been out for a while. Um, and I, I, no disrespect if you haven't seen it. You know, if you haven't seen it, then I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be talking all about John Wick right now, right here. Okay, so there's your warning. Three, two, one. Here we go. Um. So, you know, you you take the man's dog, which was his last gift from his wife that uh, had died, um, and and you're on. You take his car. Oh, man. But it was, it was still cool. The edited version was still fun. Um, it was entertaining. Uh, the buffer liked it. The queen of the House of M liked it. Diggs, from what he saw, liked it, too. I mean, he was engrossed in his video game, so. Um, but he, he knew what was going on. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, oh, John Wick was fantastic. Fabulous. It was so cool. And I even threw in the little tidbit because I guess the person who did the fight scenes in John Wick did the fight scenes in Harley Quinn uh, Suicide Squad. Or not Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey movie that just came out not too long ago. So that's kind of reason. That's actually the, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to see that movie, but I hadn't. Um, I'm choking here. Um, the Queen has seen it, though, uh, and she, she liked it. But, uh, yeah, okay, back to John Wick. Let's stay on task here, Medrano. Um, so John Wick uh, was very, was still very cool. Uh, we, the, the Queen and I both agreed that we liked him better in all black versus his black and white ensemble outfit uh, or white shirt, whatever. Um, but I, it, it was so cool. I forgot Willem Dafoe was in it. Uh, you know, Osborne himself. Uh, he he was a very cool part. I actually forgot what his angle was. I mean, I saw him, you know, talk with John Wick in the beginning at the funeral. 
and or after the funeral I should say and I was like but then he was hired uh to to perform a hit on him and I remember thinking it was like oh wait he's not his friend and uh when he pulls a sniper rifle on John Wick um I <laughs> I suddenly realized I was like oh that was a flipping warning shot and um the girl from um the Orville and uh, Agents of Shield uh, I don't know her name, so look it up. I, the, I just gave you two two other movies, or t- one series and one other, uh, uh, two other series. Holy cow! John Wick was a movie, and two other series: The Orville and Agents of Shield, where this actress is from. If you can't figure out the actress from that, um, then you you don't know how to use the internet. Um, and I'm not gonna look it up for you either. I'm done doing things for other people. I'm kidding. I'm just I'm just kidding. Um, but. Uh, so anyway, there was a warning shot that Defoe did. The Goblin, right? He he did a, a warning shot to Neo. <laughs> and how many movie references can I get in this in this thing? Um, and then, uh, but I remember first watching, I was like, oh, he tried to kill him, and then he just and he did a double switch at the end, and you know realized he was still helping him. But no, 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 that was just a warning shot. Uh, I'm not the brightest guy, uh, but it was still cool. Anyway, it was fun realizing that. I'm sure the Queen got it right away. Diggs probably got it right away too. Um, but just a cool movie, violent, um, not much story. The queen at the end, after we watched it was like, there really wasn't much of a story. And then Diggs was quick. He was like, yeah, there was, um, you you wronged a guy. He got revenge. <laughs> I mean, there's not much more to it than that. Just a bunch of cool fight scenes and the way Wick takes out all these guys, uh, just, just phenomenal. So if you haven't seen John Wick, um, I just probably wrecked the first one for you. Uh, but I would recommend you seeing John Wick. Very cool. Now the mission is we got to find a streaming service that has the unedited versions of uh, John Wick 2 and John Wick 3. And for any audio listeners out there that are listening to this, let me know. Because, again, remember when I just said I don't want to look up anything for you? Well, I fully expect you to look up something for me. Are there any naughty scenes in John Wick 2 or John Wick 3? And, again, naughty scenes involving, um, you know, the jackhammer or the voluptuous uh, Bezier curves, we'll call them, of the other gender. Uh, let me know if there's any of those kind of scenes in it, just for a warning. Um, but if all it is is violence and, uh, you know, gunshots and knives to the throat and stuff like that, that I can handle. I'll be okay with that. Um, let me know. Uh, again, I expect you to do the work for me. I'm not going to look up anything for you, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, the other thing I want to talk about really quick before we get into the main show was The Last Dance. ESPN is putting out this show called The Last Dance, which is uh, uh, pretty much a documentary of the Chicago Bulls uh, winning their last championship uh, in the NBA, uh, their sixth title in, I guess, what, seven years? Six and seven? Is it six and seven or six or eight? I can't remember now. Um, but I was I thought it was a two-part series. So when it premiered uh, Sunday ago, and I was like, oh, dang, I missed it. But I recorded it. I found it was still on like on demand or whatever. So I actually watched it the other night. And um, I'm again, I'm expecting two episodes. So I watched the first episode. I was like, oh, man, it was really, really cool. They did a real first two for the first two episodes I saw They did a real nice job. It took back to took me back to a lot of great memories. I was always been uh, a Michael Jordan fan and I was a Chicago fan as well, too. So I was lucky enough to see. Uh, the Chicago Bulls do their two three-peats um, at an age where I could recall most of it, if not all of it. Um, but they did a really good job. Great history. And honestly, they were they were telling me things that I was kind of clueless about. Imagine that. Um, way back when it was actually happening about the, the management and the front office problems and all that stuff. 
uh, the Scotty Pippen drama, which was episode two. So I'm watching episode two. And I'm like, man, they got a lot to cover <laughs> because now they're just talking about Scotty Pippen. They haven't even touched Rodman or the regular, some of the regular season or even playoffs um, as well. So and then the and then the second episode ends. I'm like, wait a minute. So you know what I did? I did research. I researched it and I I did I googled things. I Google. I said. How many episodes are in The Last Dance? And it's a 10-part documentary series. So for those of you who are clueless, as I was, you probably aren't because you're much more smarter than me, especially in sports. I, I am, again, I'm a retired sports fan ever since the Chicago Cubs won the World Series. Um, I'm done. So uh, I, I'm just oblivious to pretty much anything sports now. But uh, it is a The Last Dance, which is on ESPN, is a 10-part documentary series. Um giving uh, viewers and a behind-the-scenes look of the Chicago Bulls' um, final championship. So I definitely recommend you get, uh, uh, take a look at that. It's Michael Jordan, right? I mean, love him or hate him. Um, it's it's a great documentary, great insight to us to to see what uh, all, all that was happening back then. Um, and I love Jordan. Um, so I am all about this, and I, I I had a couple moments where I'm like cringing, and I was like, oh my god, I remember this and all that stuff. So uh, take take a, a look at that, The Last Dance, um, which is on ESPN. Uh, they usually, I guess, they show two episodes a Sunday, or each week Sunday. So uh, tonight, the the night I'm recording this is um, they have parts three and four on there. So go enjoy that. Last thing I want to talk about before we get to the the main uh, gumption of the show are um, it, it's, it's about Pokemon. So uh, thanks to Danny Funtump, um, I was able to score. God, I hope I pronounced that right too. Hang on, that that I'm gonna look up. Sorry. Um, thanks to him though, I was able to uh, score. Oh God, why is it so hard to find it? Yeah, Danny Funtump, Danny dot on Instagram. Go follow him. He is he he's he's a Pokemon enthusiast. I've talked about about him before on the show. Um, but uh, Danny dot Phantom, uh, he's on Instagram there, and I would uh, go definitely go check him out, give him a follow. Um, but thanks to him, I was able to secure um, a box, a booster box of Pokemon cards, and the Pokemon cards are from uh, Sword and Shield. It's Rebel Clash, so I was able to pick up my first ever. First ever in my 42 years of life, right? 42, yeah. Um, a booster box of Pokemon cards. And for those of you that don't know what booster boxes are, booster boxes is pretty much what you see displayed at a comic shop um, or even a local retailer like Target or, or, or Walmart. But it's basically the display box. Um, with Pokemon uh, booster packs inside of it. So these booster boxes contain roughly like 36 packs. And I have one. Yeah, I have 36 booster packs of Pokemon Sword and Shield Rebel Clash coming out May 1st. And yeah, it's, it's April 26th right now. So I was able to secure these early and at a heck of a price heck of a great price so if you want to see uh digs and i opening up these packs you have to check out our revelation show which i'll I'll promote again at the end of this episode but we are so excited to open up these packs of pokemon cards um and hopefully we have some great pulls on here um i am just dying to open these things up 
Uh, very, very exciting. Diggs is beyond excited to open these things up too. Um, but we were able to secure them uh, from Danny Fun- Danny.funtub on Instagram. So give him a, uh, a checkout, give him a follow. And I want to say thank you to him again for that. Um, and we we, uh, we we practiced social distancing. Okay, don't worry about that. We, we did everything fine. Um, Danny left the cards on the curbside, right? Curbside pickup. And I saw them. And I rushed out of my car. And I secured the box. And I took my funds. And I had this big old rock, right? The size of like, um, I don't know, a shoebox. I took the rock. I put the money on the curb where the Pokemon cards were. I put the rock on top of the money. And I said, Danny, see you later and thank you. I had to yell that, right? Because we were social distancing. Um, and he, he secured it and he yelled back, okay, you're welcome. Long live the icebox and stuff like that. We, we you know, it, respect, mutual respect uh, happened on this thing. So it was a lot of fun. But we we're, were very excited to open those. So thanks again. Okay. Okay. I don't think I ranted. Did I rant? I don't think I did. So before I get into one, let's uh, enjoy enjoy this uh, this podcast uh, featuring Amy Soria and of course the another special guest, Gina, the Queen of the House of M. Okay, 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 okay. So we can talk about food forever, obviously, because I love food. But another topic you wanted to talk about is online school, or we cannot talk about it. That's that's fine. But um, uh, I'm going by the subjects that you that you helped me pick here. You didn't help me pick it. You picked them. Um, but I want to make sure we get to them. Uh, online school. So, um, Amy, for someone who's not in school anymore, what is online school? Online school is what basically every student in America and probably around the world has to go through right now because of the coronavirus pandemic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's coronavirus? It is not scratch right now. I'm podcasting laughing. Coronavirus is, I mean, it's a virus and it's an upper respiratory virus and it makes you not be able to breathe and a lot of people are dying from it. This sounds serious. Yeah, I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about that because that is that I saw pictures online today too of just things that are happening, um, and I, I I could go on about that, but I I don't want to I don't want to turn this into a rant. So um, but no no. So online school. So that's what that's what uh, you're involved with now. Then I'm assuming. So what course? What courses are you taking? Oh, um, what uh, what courses are you currently taking then with your online schooling? I am taking music theory online, musicianship, a pre music history class, piano class, a dance class. I'm also taking a math class online. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, that's six classes. Yeah. Oh, so six classes. How how long are these online courses? Oh, and my lessons. I have two lessons a week. So that's two other assignments a week I have to do. Oh, wow. So how many hours a day are you schooling? 
Okay, so I am very lucky. So I'm pretty sure if I had a different major, well, if my major is my, if my old major was my new major now, it's very confusing sentence, but if I was taking classes for my new major, I'm pretty sure I'd be doing Zoom, like, literally 24-7, but I only have to Zoom in for my math class every day for an hour, and everything else is like, basically, here's a YouTube video, or you already know how to do this, and just turn the assignment online. Oh. Yeah, it's, that part is hard because there's a lot of accountability that I have to put on myself and that they're entrusting me with. Um, which I mean is expected because you're in college. Right. Um, but it's, I wish they would have structured this differently because they're acting like I can still do three to four hours of homework per class every day. Yeah. yeah like, mentally, I, I really can't, you know, just the weight of you know, hey, there's a pandemic going on, and, you know, still trying to process everything that's going on, like, I'm not totally sure what's going on, I don't think anyone is, because it's so traumatic, and everything is just happening so fast day by day. Yeah, I think that has, that's like a part of it, too, is like, even like the, the professors or teachers that are, are extending the curriculum, it's like, they're, they have no, like, they have no clue either, you know, their, their, their job is like to get it out to you, but I don't think they even know how it like affects each individual student because in a classroom setting, it's quite easy because you have that controlled environment, but now you take them out of that setting and they're still expected to get the curriculum out to you in some form. Um, they're just kind of, I don't want to say shotgunning it out there, but they don't have that luxury of like seeing how each student's going to react to it, that kind of thing. I know college is a little bit different and more independent, but still in that classroom setting, they can kind of gauge that. Um, Literally, I was living at school. They knew I, you know, maybe on the weekend you went home, but really you were at school 24-7. All your resources are there. Like, they know what your life is like. They know the average life of a college student. And especially as a music major, they know, like, oh, your schedule looks like you have a bunch of performances you have to do in practice. Yeah. Now they know, oh, all your performances are canceled. They think that I still have the same schedule. You know, I know a girl, she's a music major, she's a freshman in college. Her parents uh, don't have very stable incomes. Yeah. And she is working 40 to 50 hours a week right now because she is the only source of income for her family. And she's doing all the schoolwork. Holy cow. And during a pandemic. Right, like, right. She should have And it, some teachers are very lenient, you know? Like, and I. I'll be honest, like, I had to go to counseling a lot last semester and last year for my depression and my anxiety, and so yeah. that's already a factor for my life when it comes to school and just my normal life, so imagine the depression and anxiety of having to be isolated and forced to just stay home and your life is flipped upside down. I can't do homework during that. Yeah. I can't learn math during that. Are you kidding me? How, like, what did you think that I can figure this out? <laughs> And it's just, like, frustrating. Like, I know that they're trying their best. And, like, I know what's expected of me. But I also expect my professors, who we have to be so lenient for, because they have their own lives, to kind of respect that vice versa. You get what I'm saying? Oh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. You were going to say something, Buffer? No, I was just wondering, how is... So, 
are they grading all of the work that you're doing right now where it counts towards a grade at all? Yes, they are. Okay. So and how is what you're having to do in your course load compared to now, let's say, the high school level with your brother? I think that Ben's, for the first week or so, it wasn't, like, required to do the homework. Like, it wasn't going to hurt your grade. I think now... I, I don't really know. It's a weird grading system they have. Like, I'm so graded, like, 100% the same. Okay. Like, I, I might drop a couple assignments just to give us some, like, leeway. Sure. But I think then, I don't, I have no idea how they're doing that. I think it's just kind of a more lenient grading scale, I feel like. But he, I, I like their setup a lot more. I think they're really smart. It's like, every day is a certain amount of periods. Like, Monday is, like, one through four, and then... Tuesday is six through eight, and then alternate, and they get a couple assignments a week, and they get all week to turn them in. I have like three assignments per class, like do assignment on Monday, and then they do on Wednesday. Holy cow! And that's just for one class. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had like four assignments last year. Because then that's the next thing. You know, I kind of just ask for comparison's sake. So obviously you guys are in Illinois. We're in Wisconsin. Um, you're obviously the college level. Ben is the end of high school going into college. And then we've got two middle schoolers, one of which is at the end of his middle school, who will be going to high school next year. And the problem, quote unquote, we have is they go to Milwaukee Public Schools. Milwaukee Public Schools is gigantic. It covers a big area. A lot of the families do not have home internet, home computer, anything like that. Our kids are lucky they have both of those. But honestly, they've been given some assignments over the past two or three weeks. And they just had spring break, April 6th through 13th as well. So, you know, a little bit of a lag there. But they have not officially started online schooling yet as a required daily type thing. They're starting that um, on the 27th. So the big question I've had all along is, again, I've got one kid who's at the beginning of everything when all this was shut down was kind of excited. She's like, okay, so we get a break from school, but then starts freaking out. Well, what about my tests? What about this? What about that? Because I, she knows it goes towards her high school early acceptance, the same thing we had to do with Diego last year. So then at the same time, we've got Diego, who's in his eighth grade year, like, are they going to make these kids redo their grades like how do you determine who passes on to the next grade level like just all the questions that the teachers don't even have answers to understandable it's a pandemic we've never been through this before um a lot of it just the unknown the latest we've gotten now is pretty much whatever their last their second trimester grades were that's what determines if they go on to the next level or not any effort they put forth in any of this work will be documented as effort, but nothing is being graded. So that's very different from other people I hear in this area when they're in a suburb of Milwaukee or a private school or something like that. So again, you have to work with what, with what you can because they're even handing out Chromebooks from the schools so that kids can have access to a computer. But again, like... Where, where can you draw the line? Where where do you force the hand, like, the minimum requirements to determine if they can go on to the next level? Amy, go ahead and, go ahead and answer all those questions. <laughs> no, that's just more rhetorical, speaking out loud. <laughs> we're really lucky. We're lucky. Our school got a grant, like, 
best freshman year that they all had iPads. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. I even got I got an iPad my senior year to use. You know, and like we're really lucky. Like the whole we have a poor school district too. Like we're we're really bad. And so like it's incredible. And like Illinois, I feel like they've been really good. Like they hotspots are everywhere. People are giving up free Wi-Fi. Like yeah. Most people have internet access. At least their phones can be hotspots. You know. Right. So, but I think the homework assignments can only boost their grades. I sure. don't know how, by, how much, but I think it'll help their grades. I, I should we bring Ben in here? I'll ask. <laughs> well, <laughs> again, that's my understanding of how MPS schools are handling it here in Wisconsin. So, so I was just kind of trying to get a feel. You know, I'm a parent. I'm going to be concerned. I've got my our kids have always been, you know, one of the exemplary groups of kids. Diego is in the older end of his age group for his grade level because he's after the birthday rule cut off. Chloe's on the other side of it. You know, it, it's just the different things where I, as a parent, have to be concerned about. I mean, they had a lot of big things coming up right now that they missed out on, like so many other people. Um, we finally got the word uh, Friday, yesterday, that their Washington, D.C. trip has officially been canceled, which I think I was more so wanting them to go to than them, but whatever. <laughs> I'm happy I took out the insurance on it, so I'll be getting a full refund. Um, they had a biennial music festival for both choir and band Chloe was supposed to be doing, and Diego was going to be on the choir end of it. I mean, all these different things, which I know are not the end of the world that they didn't get to do it, but I think me as a parent, I'm having a very hard time with Diego missing out on so many opportunities that it was his last chance to do it. And again, we'll get over it. The whole world is going through it right now, and we'll just have to deal with it as we can. I'm start crying over <laughs> um, That's me every day. I, I'm used to it, Amy. I hear you. <laughs> They just did that on Thursday for us, too. I, the whole time, I was like, I'm going to feel my prom. Like, I'll, I have my prom dress still. Yep. Like, well, I'll, I'll figure out a way to get that adopted. Like, mom and dad will dress up, and, like, we'll cute food, and we'll dance all night. <laughs> and, like... And I was like, oh, mom has bought Ben a bunch of, like, she was at the dollar store, she told me, and she texted me, she's like, we're at the dollar store, and they had a bunch of graduation decorations, and I just had to buy all of them, and then we can do something for Ben when the time comes. And I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> and it was just, like, so heartbreaking. He's not had his graduation. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and it just, like, sucks, because, I mean, I love my graduation, I didn't cry, surprisingly. I cried everything. But it was just more like a sense of like, you sit there in that chair and like, the same room is so long. Like, I really wasn't all the people. But like, I sat next to a girl who I have known since like second grade. And the whole time, we were just like messing around. And like, she got like her eyeshadow on my gown. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, we messing around. And I said, this another people I've known since second grade, too. And, like, we were just, like, talking the whole time just because, like, we're friends. And, like, Ben has kids to go to kindergarten since he's graduating with. And it just, it makes me so upset just because, like, 
it happens to him, man, then when it hits him, it's going to break his heart. You know, and I tried telling him, like, that prom wasn't fun anyway. Like, I didn't have a lot of fun. I danced for, like, five minutes, and everything else was just loud. And he had, like, this fist bump to it. I was like, I just want to dance. Like, I slow dance with my boyfriend at the time. I was like, that's all I want. And, but it's like, no, like, prom was great. Like, I loved my cousins helped me get ready. And, you know, you watch movies, like, oh, I can't go to prom. And, like, I was with all my friends, and we all took pictures. And I was like, oh, my God, he's so pretty. And it just, like, breaks my heart knowing that so many kids are not going to take that experience. And just be like, what do you do? You know, like, you want to help. And that's my biggest problem. I want to help so many people. I, like, I'm like my mom. We just want to help so much. We want to help more than we can actually do. And he's like, what can I do? And we can't do anything right now. Yeah. And you said have to wait for Ben to just kind of come to terms with it. And then he's got to be there when he falls, you know? And that's and the... Washington, D.C. trip. Oh, my God. That... <laughs> I don't want to make you even more sad. But I... <laughs> my Washington DC trip. Yeah. We still talk about that trip and like our favorite memories of middle school are from that trip. Because you drive up there and you're so tired but you stay up in the bus all night. Yep. <laughs> my best friend moved away from me after eighth grade and I didn't know until like after that trip. So like my favorite memories of us are from that trip. And I remember they told us they were gonna tape us in our rooms and we had the bucket of ice. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> but like it's like the last time you're together really before you know high school really splits you up. And yeah. It's it, that's just awful. And the Ben had his best concert still, you know? Yep. I saw Ben's last band concert and my parents didn't. Because they both had to work, and we didn't know that he was about to be a concert. Right, right. Like, so an ensemble concert, and I saw it, and then it hit me, like, once, like, oh, school's canceled, and all this is canceled, and I'm like, oh my god. I yep. saw my brother's last big concert, and I switched my major, so I won't be performing anymore, and mom saw my last performance ever. Mm-hmm. And I you know, I had a one more concert, right? and I was like, I've been performing for 10 years, you know, playing percussion for 10 years. Wow. And, I said it when I was in fifth grade. That was 10, not 20, guys. That's not <laughs> <laughs> It is. It is. I was like, oh, I've been doing the same thing for 10 years. That's a wild concept. I haven't done anything for 10 years, except live, I guess. Raised your kids for more than 10 years. Nah, Gina's done all that. I've done nothing. You've been married for more than 10 years. Yeah, that's all on Gina's side, though. <laughs> I, I don't really do anything. I don't really add anything to this family, Amy. <laughs> No, it's it's okay. sad, and, and and it's like you know it, it obviously hurts because uh, it's it hurts most when you know you're seeing the impact of people you know, but then when you start realizing that it's not just the people you know, but everyone else too around the nation, um, yeah, you said it's just sad. And what's what's even sadder is that I know, like like you said, you know, your mom was gonna get all the graduation uh, decor stuff and still do something and. Um, for Diego on our side, you know, we're going to, we're going to do something to whatever we can is that at least we, we have families that, um, that are awesome with each other and that love each other. But even then I know there are some families that don't even have that, you know, and how much more devastating it's going to be for them too. 
Um, and like you said, you you want to help, but yeah, <laughs> it's like you want to help, but it's um, you can only do so much too. Some people have. And, like, everyone goes to the end. And it's like, I remember my graduation party, and that was <laughs> a weird experience. And it's like, I have a weird thing to be like reminiscent about, but you're just like, the whole time you're just talking to your family, and they're giving you this like life experience and these, these like little hints of like how to be better. And, you know, my cousins, who are like, I, they're, they're like 40, and I'm 20. So, like, it's a big age difference. About 20 years. That's not their actual age. And they're like, oh, yeah, I did this in college. Or, oh, make sure you do this. And, like, oh, they're giving you like, this, like, life tips. And I was like, I've never seen you as this person before. And, like, everyone just, like, tells you, like, oh, it's going to be okay. Like, oh, I can't wait to see you do this and do that. And, like, it's just, like, everyone needs that, I feel like, especially when you're, like, now I'll do a deal. Like, you go to college? I don't know what that is. I have no idea what that is. They don't show you that in movies. They just show you high school, and that's it. Right. right. And you just, it's just kind of like comforting. And like, I don't, I don't want to fucking brag. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to brag. Um, well, that's a big event. Like, I invited, no, 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 there's something else I'm going to say. There's something I'm going to brag. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Talk about money. I don't want to talk about it. Um, yeah, we don't talk about money on the Xbox. Like, like, my dance. <laughs> Teachers, you're a new teacher, you're just weird. I don't like it. 
I don't know where to go too far. I don't know where I'm not there at all. I'm so that's it's a it's a totally it's a total <laughs> well that's what i mean it's a it's a totally different experience and um as far as schooling goes college was the absolute best for me and i never did anything crazy i never went to like spring break or anything like that but what got me was just the amount of independence you had and even then looking back now um i wish i had done even more um, when I had that much independence and some of it's a little daunting, you can get lost. You can take advantage of the time you have or the freedom you have too. Um, and I never really, um, like slacked, uh, because I just, I just generally have a, a decent work ethic, but I know I could have done more. Um, and that's like maybe my only regret, um, because I'm obviously, I haven't really exercised my, my degree that I earned, uh, in college. So, that's why I always feel like I could, I could have done more, but college is, is, is that flipping switch? You know, you're like, you're like at the same level now as you're like, you were saying your high school teachers, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's that crossing of adulthood almost, uh, on some levels. Um, but it's, yeah, it, and then it's like talking to you. I'm like, it's like, a, like an adult, like switches in your brain. <laughs> like before, you were always like my dad's level, you know, I looked at you. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I get called weird all the time, Amy. That's more than fine. Shout out to um, Rosie. I'm going to make her listen to this. Listen to this you better. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name, Rosie? I want to make sure everyone knows her. Rosie? All right, Rosie, this is the most influential speaker from the House of M. Oh Rosie, God. I hear you're pretty awesome. Good job, Rosie. Oh, my God. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but we both are, like, super, like, oh, I have to get every single assignment done. I have to do everything. I have to do everything. But especially during this time, <laughs> yeah. big change too because i'm mean, from from high school or grade school high school to college is that that's and that it's that's honestly an important life left life life lesson too it's like you you learn if you if i only learn how to talk that would be even better um but but yeah you learn how to um you know prioritize uh your school work 
uh, just like in real life, you kind of prioritize what needs to be done in your life, professionally, personally. Um, and it's just, it's just a whole other level. Um, and college is a great way to start realizing that. Um, and then you also start realizing that you become your biggest enemy or you become your biggest challenge because the only one stopping you or the only one limiting you is yourself. Um, (laughs) what's that? What about your dad? Oh, you're like him? Oh, I sound like him? <laughs> okay, sorry. Great. My bad ears. My forty, my close to 43-year-old ears. I don't have the best hearing. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it's true, though. It really it really is. At least I think so, anyway. And if your dad thinks it's true, it's got to be true, right? <laughs> Please don't slow me down Because I want to reach the top now All we have to do your plans for after quarantine so we, we kind of discussed what's been happening with uh while in quarantine we discussed some delicious foods lamb cakes um online courses how it's different and how it's graded um but this has got to end someday so what are your plans for after quarantine well i want to move into my What's a good, I mean, it's, it's like a, it is a second, like, not, I don't want to say second chance, but another opportunity to build, especially after this chaos that we're going through now. And you, you've said a couple of times you changed your major, but is it the major you spoke of earlier? Music theory? No, that music theory is a class, not the thing. Oh, I'm sorry. So what, what is your major then? Oh, so that is different. I didn't know that. Okay, so explain explain that. Um, so basically, a language and behavior specialist is a general special education teacher. Um, so you work with children with disabilities or any type of needs. Um, and then I want to get my specialization in uh, early childhood. So that means I can work with preschool and kindergarten kids because I need to work with little babies. <laughs> so, and I actually want to learn... I want to learn... Um, I need to learn Spanish, too. Because I think those will really help a lot of kids. And my best friend Rosie, um, she's a deaf and hard of hearing major and an LDS major. So. Oh wow! Okay. She's she's on the health service my ASL. So this. She's on the service. Rose Rosie is is she gonna be one of your roommates or no? She is. Oh, shout out to Rosie! Hey, girl! Congratulations on being. <laughs> <laughs> being a roommate Amy, with Amy, you should with see Amy. his face while he's saying that. Hey, girl, how you doing? When I did that, I was like, oh my god! Oh no, so that's awesome. So, what made you change your major? Yeah, Amy, what made you change your major? Jeez. Oh. I mean, Jim changed his major after his freshman year, also. Yeah, I was going to be a doctor. What? Jim changed his major his first after his first year of college. That's why he ended up being on the five-year plan. 
I'm gonna be in school an extra year. Tell your plan. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah, but the field you'll be you'll be in, you'll probably be able to pay it off pretty quick too. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm waiting for the back to the scholarship for you all. Oh, cool. Um, Oh wow! We had him on the show last week. Was it ours? Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. What Barack say? Uh, he was talking about someone else about his major in college, and like I actually switched because I I wasn't feeling it anymore. You know, like same thing about everything about like college. Like it's a time for you to explore and realize what you want to do. And he's like, I just wasn't feeling. I wasn't like vibing with it. So. What drew, what drew you to that uh, major choice? Um, so I was originally a music therapy major. Right. And I wanted to only work with children with uh, disabilities and special needs. So because of autism, I wanted to work with the Down syndrome and all that stuff. And you have to go to um, a field-based visit every week when you're in music therapy. Okay. And so... Um, I was actually assigned because that's who I, the population I wanted to work with. I was assigned to school around my area that, and the classroom was an autistic classroom. And I was paying more attention to how the teacher was reacting and to the kid, just in general, than what the music therapy was doing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a teacher. <laughs> and like, I yeah, I think it'd be good. I didn't originally get into my music therapy major my freshman year like majorless so I was a bad performer yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I was like helping Rosie with her homework and I was like really good at it and she's like why are you jumping at the homework I don't know I guess it's just something that comes to me naturally oh and that's so good I always wanted to be when I was little I always wanted to be a teacher too yeah everyone wants to be a teacher right know? right and Guilty. so I was like maybe she could be a teacher and I wanted to be special education just because I love this kids so much. I like I love for these kids and I just want them to have the best chance at life they can have and the most fair chance and learn so much and be able to be their best selves. And I wanna work in like the CPS schools because those kids need it the most and I just I just want to Right, and and it's not like um, it's not like you're abandoning music because I think music's gonna always be a part of your life, um, and also even help with um, this major change that you're going into as well, because uh, music just has a way of reaching people, um, and I'm sure you're still gonna be able to apply that to 
uh, well, for the rest of your life, Amy, you know, <laughs> um, but especially in this in this field um, as a teacher, uh, that can go a long way um, hand in hand. And I'm a music minor still, so um, I can, you know, quote unquote, legally use music in classrooms, like using different interventions with these kids. Right. Um, and what you're talking about with music therapy, like using music to help you, like music therapy. Oh, that's what that is? Okay. I knew that. <laughs> oh yeah no i music theory and i go way back therapy. yep music therapy that's what, <laughs> that's what I, <laughs> we go way back that too that that too Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I mean, like, it's, that's that's like a big, like a pardon the stupid pun, but like a a new chapter. Um, and again, it's 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 great. I think a teacher um, is probably one of the the best uh, prof- professions someone can get into because of all of the different lives you can literally make an impact on. You got to be someone special uh, to be a good teacher, I should say. Because I mean, anyone I guess can be a teacher because I've had bad teachers too. But the ones that, yeah, the ones that stand out though, I I can recall right now. You know, I had Miss Jocks, uh, Miss Hotelling, um, Apker uh, was unique. Oh, <laughs> um, my calculus teacher. Oh, dang it! I'm bad example. Would you have? Um, Mr. Herman, no, no, Mr. Herman was another oh, one. Gosh. He was, he was my uh, literature teacher. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you, the good ones stand out forever. Um, and again, just knowing you uh, for your brief twenty years of life on this planet, uh, you're someone special. So um, I know you'll make a huge impact, especially in this field. And I hope it turns out. Um, and if it doesn't, you know, not that that's a possibility too. Um, but don't feel bad if it doesn't. But if it does, and I'm confident that it will, um, you're going to be awesome, Amy. Thank you. I'm trying. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. But um, if I I you're someone I can see easily in that profession and be successful at it. Well, thank you. I don't know how to accept a compliment. So that's okay. I don't either. So when you so, did you buy like tickets and everything too, or like are those refundable or? And so I think our tickets are good for a couple of years, maybe one year. Oh, okay, okay. And, and but like it blows my mind how fast it all happened. Literally, the I came home for spring break, and the next day, like I came home late at night, so we fell asleep. And the next morning, we woke up, and mom and dad were in my room because they were at school. We're like, drinking coffee, just talking, and dad bought the first ticket for Disneyland. <laughs> and we are so excited. We still have a countdown to up. It's like three months, like less than three months away. Uh-huh. I have my countdown on my phone. And we 
know, we were planning it, and I was like, okay, guys, what are we going to do? Where are we going to eat? And, like, I had these reservations. I wanted to make a friend and I were saving for golden lightsabers, and, like, oh. we were just so excited. We were so excited, and I, I was so devastated. I, I love Disney so much. I hadn't um, noticed. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> since the girl at the Disney Museum. <laughs> I happen to be wearing my uh, purple Disney Jersey Spirit Wear shirt that I got when we went last year. That's true. That's a fact. <laughs> Disney vibes. <laughs> I got my Disney magnets on my fridge down here. Yeah. You got a Spirit Jersey? Yeah. One of the it's purple and it's got like glitter on it. That's a purple potion one. I didn't know you got that. Oh, is it a purple potion one? That's the name of it. She's taking a <laughs> she's taking a picture of herself right now, and gonna send it to you. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Very crazy. So I read a so I read an article, um, and I have it up here right now. Um, it's about Disney, and it says right now Disney World is scheduled to be closed indefinitely until further notice. Disneyland is where they're looking at though. Well, Disney. Well, Disneyland too. I'm sorry. It's 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 a. Uh, generally talking about it. Um, and technically that means the parks could open back up in weeks or months. Uh, we just don't know what capacity they will be in. Uh, it says Disney chairman, Bob Iger, uh, uh, formerly, I guess, uh, suggested in a recent interview that Disney could be testing guest temperatures at park entrances when Disney world reopens. This is obviously in, in the immediate future. Um, However, even when it does reopen, some Wall Street analysts, because those guys are always right, feel that it will take the Disney parks two years to fully recover when they reopen. Um, phase one is the is generally speaking of the uh, not the Marvel not 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe, but Phase one is like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For, <laughs> but I guess there's three phases of you know what they're trying to do with opening up the the world back up again, right? Um, they said phase one is the first most strict of the phases, and it's unlikely Disney World um, or Land could reopen during this phase because it restricts um, unnecessary travel and public gatherings of more than ten people. So that's going to be a big hindrance of, of the theme parks uh, in general. Um, and I guess obviously this is all dependent on states too. Uh, phase two is the next with restrictions easily, or I'm sorry, easing slightly. Uh, it says it could potentially see the Disney parks opening back up at some point as non-essential travel can start to begin again. Uh, however, even if it opens up at this point, there could be potential restrictions and possibly opening, opening only part of the parks at a time. And that would suck. <laughs> um, Phase three is the new norm, where large venues can operate under almost normal circumstances. Um, what does it say? We'll have zero park attendance from the rest of the... Oh, so Cahill lays out that he believes Disney will have zero park attendance from the parks for the rest of the 2020 fiscal year. Uh, fiscal year is not necessarily a candle calendar year, so the Disney's fiscal year ends in September. Uh, so basically saying nothing will happen with Disney... Um, before September. So, um, your tickets last a year, roughly, you said? So, I mean, there, there's still a possibility of, you know, even using it next year, too. Um, but I definitely, I, I mean, having experienced it last year, I definitely would not want to go to Disney with, like, um, with like a crutch 
with what they're giving out people. So I guess I would rather wait till it's fully reopened too, um, unless your tickets expire. But it doesn't sound like you have that as an issue. My understanding, just because my coworker was supposed to go back in April, she pushed it out to May. And then now they have pushed it out to September right now, knowing they may still have to push out further because that's the biggest thing. There's news reports that Florida beaches have opened back up again. And with when Florida beaches refused to close around spring break time, and then all of a sudden there was this huge, massive outbreak from all the crazy idiots who just had to go spring break and I'm not going to miss out on blah, blah, blah. You know, it, Every time we're seeing this huge surge of people going right back to what they were doing before and not taking those significant steps to protect themselves and others, all we're doing is making things worse. They've already said we're probably going to be a year out before we have any kind of vaccine or any way to combat the virus. So why expose yourself the way that people are? And then you have the people who say... Well, it's better to be exposed and get it over and done with. But you don't know how your body is going to react to it. There are children getting the corona, the COVID-19 and dying from it. I mean, there's a lot of different things. I had contact with a positive test. I had to self-quarantine for 14 days. I had another person close to me who started experiencing symptoms, but because she did not meet the minimum requirements and tests are short in Wisconsin, she was not even able to get tested. But she was already following the self-quarantining, so her doctor told her, you're doing everything you can. You, you know, there's so many different ways to look at it from so many different angles and everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But unless you have a degree in the proper area to have the scientific knowledge behind it all, all you're saying is just your own personal thoughts. Science, yo. <laughs> and I do not have a degree. <laughs> yeah, we all think we had it. <laughs> Remember when Diego was sick and Ben was really sick too? Matt was really sick around Christmas time too. That was well. I mean, that wasn't that a couple of years ago. Oh, that was like New Year's Day. Remember, they were like dying. On yep. The oh, that's and right. Like, that's right. That's right. That's right. And then, like, we all kind of went through like the symptoms that they released, and it's like, yeah, you could have had it, but also they say you can get it again. It's not like you know, right. It's not like one and done. Right. And it's not like something like that. You know, like you could still carry it. So why would you do that to yourself and those people around you? And I was thinking about, I was like, all my Disney pictures would be of me in a mask. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sporting a mask? Do you have a mask now that you're wearing? Yeah, but then, like, me and Matt are freaking out because we're like, oh my god, we don't want to see Grandpa or, like, a grandma because we don't want to hear the virus. And then Mom's like, you guys have been inside for a month. Like, 14 days is, like, the periods in your body. And she's like, and then if you and Dad and I would have given it to you, you would have been experiencing symptoms right now. Right. So you guys are honestly like pretty clean. Like, don't go risking it, but like you're pretty clean. Yeah, I'd agree and with that. Mom was the one to go shopping for groceries. Um, I've been in the store once, and I was on like the PetSmart the other day to go ask them about Rocket. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that was the first time I had to really wear a mask because if you go on a walk, there's usually no one outside. I mean, yeah. I brought mine with me, but. Everyone here like crosses the street and you're okay, but I have two masks and I don't really have to wear them, but I have them just in case. But mom and dad are wearing them like every day. 
Oh, are they? Okay. Okay. They like Good. They have like four leaves for John and they just wash them and then pick another one up. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that's good. Yeah. I, yeah. You'll, you'll like, I don't know. Well, it's, there's nothing really saying that it's, I don't know how much worse it can get, you know? Um, and I'm scared that it is going to get worse. You'll <laughs> be seeing some actions uh, today, especially, but, um, but yeah, I don't know why people are, well, I do know why it's, everyone's built different and, um, you have some who I dare say are sensible. Um, and then the other ones who are just kind of tired of the current situation and just want to get back out there and both mentalities I can uh I can uh understand on some levels um but you know it's at your own risk and we're gonna see what happens when these other people um well we'll just see what happens because we'll, we, we don't know right um because none of us are scientists I think that was the word you used Gina Correct. scientists about <laughs> this um but I do know that uh, we are taking our precautions seriously, and I just hope others are too. Um, but as far as going, taking it back to Disney, um, <laughs> um, Disney was just a magical time. Um, and like I said, I, I definitely don't want, wouldn't want to revisit that place under these kind of conditions where you'll, you'll be um, limited. Uh, yeah, very limited palette of what the Disney experience could be. So it's better to wait. Um, I, I'm terribly sorry that you guys, because you guys, you're like, you were talking about this way a long time ago, um, and we're really excited. I know you guys like live, breathe, breathe Disney. So um, I know this can't be easy for you for your crew to to handle, but uh, at least you'll be safe. Um, D- Disney, you know, will still be around uh, and come back uh, even better, and it's gonna make that trip uh, that much more exciting for you all too. Oh, girl, here we go. <laughs> That's something I'm also looking forward to after Well, here's if you if you're talking about that time frame, here's something else to put into perspe- perspective. By that time, Diego will legally be old enough to drive. <laughs> he is 14. He'll be 15 this October. So next October, he'll be 16. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I remember when he was born. I think about that. Like, whenever I see him, I'm like, I remember holding him and like seeing him like after he was born. I'm like, that's a little baby. <laughs> yeah, I remember too. <laughs> there was, like, a house or apartment or like, and like the stairs were like curly, like a, a spiral staircase type thing. And after like the bathroom or something, and we all went up there. Our yeah. duplex. Seeing, yeah, our duplex. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. It had to be. It was something. It was something for him. Um, was it? I don't know if it was a baptism though. It would have been either Diego's or Chloe's because we were there for both of them. That's. I do. I mean, I remember the gathering. I, I do remember that. I just can't remember the occasion offhand. Yeah. 
Oh God! Don't even get me. Don't even get me started, you. You are so young, and I am so old. There's so much getting older. I have to do. Oh, <laughs> take your time, please. Take your time, Amy. <laughs> I know. I'm excited to turn 21, but I also don't want to turn 21 because I'm like, what is there to be excited for? You know. I don't know. I've you tell me. The exciting limit. I've reached the exciting age. You know. You can finally do everything. Now it's just like. Yeah, now you just got to be responsible for it. I never did anything illegally anyway, but like, you know, you want the option. Yeah, what have I done illegally? Let me broadcast this on the air. What have I done illegally? He's jaywalked. I have jaywalked many of times. And whenever I, whenever I jaywalk, I always imagine as I walk down the middle of the street that there's zombies going to be just over the horizon. It's always zombies. I'm always thinking of something zombies when every, every time I jaywalk, I always pretend that well, because that's my rationale. That's my rash. That's my reasoning for jaywalking. Cause I'm like, well, there's this town's deserted so I can jaywalk if I want to, because there's zombies all over the place. And then I just jaywalk. That's that's all there is to it. That's 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 pretty much it. Um, did you so you want well, okay? So we've already been talking about the D- Disney. Obviously, is there anything else you wanted to talk about with Disney wise? Oh, Disney wise, oh, I gotta figure something out for that. Well, I do have a question. I don't know. It's it's not necessarily Disney, but it does wrap up your. Uh, the topics that you had laid out for me. So you said you had a really cool Funko Pop that would be a cool Revelations topic too. So yeah, two Funko Pops that would be cool. I just recorded an episode of Revelations uh, featuring uh, some Funko Pops that I kind of just got to. Um, so that's coming out there shortly. Um, but I'm all all about Funko Pops, and like I said, I was even quarantined shopping for Funko Pops too. At Target, so I can beat the clockers out there. Uh, but what what Funko Pops were you uh, talking about? So my first one is a Christmas present I have. Um, I don't know if you're on the Haunted Mansion ride, but the furry hitchhiking ghost. Okay. Mom and Dad got me for Christmas. Well, I don't know for Christmas. Um, they're kind of like shiny. They're like metallic looking, and it's like a Target exclusive of all three of them. Oh and really? Uh, that was a Target exclusive? Yes, it was. Huh. You missed out, Jim. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> um, I gotta I gotta I gotta look that up right now. Let me see. Uh Haunted Mansion Target exclusive Funko Pops. Sorry, I'm and what? The hitchhiking ghost. <laughs> Those look so cool. Yeah, sure enough, Target exclusive. And you you got that, hey? Yeah. Oh, very, very fun. I didn't go on the ride. I was uh, too scared. I love that ride. There's a picture of, like, Ben and me and my mom. We were, like, very small. And we used to be scared because it's like a scary ride. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really neat. So the one that you got, that they're metallic? Yeah, they're metallic. 
Yeah, I see. Yeah, that's that looks pretty sweet. Um, so are you a Funko? So is that your first Funko Pop? No. Oh, which okay. Um, well, before you get to the second one that you wanted to talk about, what Funko Pops do you have? Oh really? Are they? Are you a Funko person that keeps them in the box, or do you take them out? The two that I was talk, I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I kept them in the box because they're thicker and they're kind of more special. Okay, cool. Um, but like the smaller ones that like kind of like everyone can get them, I took them out because I was in like middle school or whatever when I got them. Yeah. And I have like bobblehead Funko Pops, like before they were like just regular now. Correct. Right. Right. Oh, a couple of them are kind of beat up because they're so old. <laughs> but yeah, they're all in, like my shelf in my room. Oh, nice. Oh, like, Captain America one and the Yoda one. Oh, the Yoda one. That might be a pretty cool one, too. Especially if, it's, if it goes back that many years, yeah. Take a picture and send them all to you. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, okay, so what's the other Fungal Pop that you wanted to talk about? Shout out to Rosie again. Rosie! Go, girl! Um, she went to Disney over Thanksgiving break. Oh, okay. They had just announced that they were having a Skyliner Funko Pop. Skyliner. Um, a Skyliner, it's like a, um, what is it, like a gondola system. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 okay. They installed it in Disney, like around that time, it was about to open. And they had a Funko Pop made out of it. And I was like, oh my god, Rosie, did you get this for me? I'll pay for it, I'll pay for shipping. Like, I wanted it so bad. She's like, okay, let's keep my eye out for it. And I sent her, like, the list of stores they were at. She's like, oh, go try this one, try this one, try this one. And she found it. And she sent me a picture of it when she found it. She's like, it's here. I was like, oh my god, Rosie, I'm gonna cry. Because I was in, like, you know, <laughs> snow in Chicago. And she's like, oh, I want to go shopping for it. And like oh how's it look like it looks really cool I'm like I'd buy it because I'll give you the money whatever it's like no this will be a birthday present Aww. so um so she shipped that back to me well shipped it to her house right and then after when it breaks she came to my dorm and we exchanged like our presents for each other sure and I opened it I was like oh my god it's so beautiful it looks big it's huge that's what she said I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, I so I have a, a website that I log all my Funko Pops. It's uh, poppriceguy.com. So let me know if this is the one you're thinking about because it only came up with one result. And if it, this is it, this looks really, really, really cool. Um, there it is. Yes. That is really, really cool right now. Um, I don't know what uh, she paid for it and she doesn't have to tell – you don't have to tell us – I don't know what the retail value is, but right now the pop guide price guide says that that one is valued at $36 right now, but it is, it is literally really, really cool because it's the Skyliner ride. Um, and it has Mickey mouse standing there with the doors open and he's just kind of waving. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, that is awesome looking. Uh, that is so, where is that properly displayed at your place? But it's it's visible and you can well I mean it's visible and you can see it every day right yeah yeah perfect I it. yeah I've questioned opening it and not opening it like every day I've had it well luckily 
honestly, um, and this this is coming from a, a collector. Okay, you know, I'm I'm totally, uh, I have my my expectations for these things. But with Funko Pops, uh, if you care to, you can totally open those things up. Um, and as long as you are gentle with like the the plastic that's probably holding it in place, there the Funko Pops actually make their packaging so that you can open it up. And as long as you keep the packaging, you can easily put it back in and not have anything wrong with it. So you can, yeah, go ahead and feel free to crack, because it looks awesome. <laughs> feel free to crack that open and um, keep. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, so the, do the doors open or are they already made open? I don't know. That's why I want to open it. Uh, yeah, you go. It looks like to me, if I had to guess, I think they stay open. But like like I said, just be careful. But you can open those packs. They're they're designed that way. You can open them up, um, take the Funko Pop out, and uh, have fun with it. Um, and then if you ever want to, you can put it right back in, and it, it'll be there as if nothing ever happened. I even wanted to open that one. If you just we're moving, someone had to go to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, the, the Fungo Pops are still very, very... They keep coming... I mean, you you said you bought them before they were cool, and I didn't, um, unfortunately. But they keep coming out with all these different Funko Pops that are just just so cool. I mean, they have wrestling ones now. I saw a Walmart exclusive for Andre the Giant, a uh, Hulk Hogan one. And another. they have other new ones from... Um, Shoot, where is it from? Uh, well, they of course they have new Masters of the Universe ones coming out. New Dragon Ball now Z ones, ones are always coming out. Are they? Yes, I have. Hold on, I'm gonna go. I have a Yoda one. I have a Snowtrooper bobblehead. A Captain Marvel bobblehead. Uh, like old school Thor with like the helmet and the long hair. <laughs> Um, a Loki with his like horn bobblehead, a Captain America bobblehead, and a Baby Groot bobblehead. Aw, Baby Groot. A uh, little little tidbit yeah. um, or a side fact. I don't know what you call this. A little little no, little known fact for the Star Wars ones. Um, Star Wars Funko Pop had to literally make them bobbleheads because they were not given rights to do figures. Because most, like like you were uh, alluding to, uh, there's Funko Pops that are like bobbleheads, and then there are Funko Pops that are not. Um, the Star Wars ones always have to be bobbleheads because they don't have figure rights to them. Um, so if you ever notice, all the Star Wars ones are all bobbleheads so that they can actually produce Star Wars or have licensing rights to them um, and not have them be a quote-unquote figure. Yeah. Yeah, no one really cares about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Bobblehead ones. I have two Mickey's. One's a normal one, and then one's like a sorcerer Mickey. Oh. And then I have Peter Pan. And then I have a Peter Pan. Oh, that's got to be cool. I gotta look that one up. I'm gonna see which Peter Pan that is. And then I have a Jonathan Penny one. He's a uh, Blackhawks hockey player. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I um. And then I, have, I have another big one. Ben 
Oh, wow. That's got to be cool. I'm getting them off so I can take pictures and send them to you. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and fear not, audio listeners, as long as I have Amy's permission, when this episode comes out, uh, I will post pictures of her Funko Pops on uh, Instagram. And you can find us on Instagram at IceboxCast. So you'll get to see your Funko Pops. Is, I'm assuming that's okay. I'm All right. Yay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh shoot! What was I gonna say? Um, oh, the only Disney, the only Disney one I have, because um, I didn't get any at the parks. Because um, I didn't, I, I think. I yeah. What? I told you which one I was like looking at. Yeah. At the park, it's the Alice in Wonderland teacup. Oh my god! Yeah. I want that one so bad. It is cool. I just wasn't expecting them to be that much, um, at the yeah, parks. When it, comes to the, when it comes to the big Disney ones, I'm kind of like now assuming. Yeah. So I don't know if you they're called the Dapper Dance. They're like the barbershop quartet that's singing Main Street. Yeah. They have one. Uncle Pop, the four of them. And I want it so bad. They have that Disney one. They have a Matterhorn. Okay. Uncle Pop, so it's a Yeti and a bobsled. Oh, yeah, that one I've seen. That one I actually really want as well. How do you spell that? Dapper Dance? Yeah. D-A-P-P-E-R. D-A-N-S. Oh. <laughs> Dapper Dance. Oh, there they are. Okay, I see them now. Yeah, it's a four-pack, like you said. Not that I not that, not that <laughs> I doubted you, <laughs> but um, I'm just trying to get a visual. So that's cool. The Dapper Dance four-pack. Um, that's value. What is that valued at? That's valued at forty forty six dollars right now. That was released last year, exclusive to D twenty three. Yep. It was on sale for a while, but I didn't have any new at the time. Yeah, I never have new. Woohoo! You go, girl. Oh my God. <laughs> um. So the only yeah the only Disney one I have it was that it's actually it's actually a Chase one. Um, and I found it at Joanne Fabrics. It's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, a white, all white Mickey Mouse that you're, it's, that's promoted at, that you can color it in yourself. Um, but okay, yeah. yeah, that's, and that's the only one I got. And the only, and the reason I got it other than it being Mickey was that it's a chase. And usually any Funko Pop that you see with a chase sticker on there, that e- even if it's someone you don't really know or whatever, it's worth getting. Uh, at least to a collector anyway, because those are those are usually scooped up immediately um, by clockers, if not the retail workers working at the stores. So I scooped that one up. I'm sorry, I'm very distracted right now because I looked up Disney Park Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. If that's... I'm, now if I'm like going to buy a Funko Pop, like I want something that's like really cool. Like they have like figment ones. Um... And I want like the bigger ones, like the Yeti in the bobsled. Like, or that one, I that is very cool. That is very very cool. Um, they also now have Splash Mountain. They have Rare Rabbit, Rare Bear, and Bird Pops. They're like a three pack. That one, I actually, you know what? I was looking for that one while when we were there, but I I, I couldn't find it. Which one? Splash Mountain. I, I saw it after we got back, and I was kind of mad. This one. <laughs> Oh, okay. How much do you, is it? Do you see how much it is or no? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. 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 I'm
message my friends where you just look at your phone. <laughs> it's just me, like, fucking myself, too, though. Um, no, that's fine. But they had a, uh... Poshmark is selling it for $125. The the Splash Mountain? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not worth it. That's a ripoff. The, right now, the value, and I, I can confidently say the value for that pop is $47, but I do not want to pay $47 for it. I would rather pay close to 30 I'll pay $50 for it. You would? Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, again, I'm going to throw this out there to uh, people. If you go to poppriceguide.com, they have a wonderful search engine. You can put in your Funko Pops, and it's basically a way to catalog your uh, Funko Pops as well, although they have an app now that works a lot better. Um, But the cool thing about the site is that they have links on there that say uh, if you want it, you can click on a link and you'll have an option to um, see buyers or I'm sorry, see sellers who are selling it uh, as well. Or you can add yourself to the want list that they have there, and then people can contact you saying, hey, have this if you want it, and then sell it to you. So that's poppriceguide.com. You can use the app. App's probably user more user-friendly now. <laughs> what? It's it's just who I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just funny to me. If I were like listening to this, I'd be laughing right now. <laughs> I guarantee you, no one is laughing at our podcast. Well, I'm gonna laugh when I listen. <laughs> at least when I talk. Maybe you, you're different, but when I'm talking, no one comes to hear me, Amy. I guarantee it. Yeah, so are you, are you are you looking to expand your Funko Pop then, or just getting those Disney ones? The Disney ones are cool though. I mean, if you if you sent or uh, if you if what okay if you <laughs> can target Disney Park Funko Pops, that would be a, a albeit a tough challenge, but very very rewarding if uh, if you go after those pops because they have some very very cool looking ones. And that's what I think I want to do. Like, oh, they're like, you know, yeah. What you're getting is kind of justifiable for me for the price. Like, yes, I paid $50, but I'm also getting three Funko Pops, and they're like special, you know, right? You can't really buy those at the store. They don't sell Splash Mountain there at Target. Correct. You know? like, yeah, yeah. I kind of like, I mean, justify it. The, 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 that Yeti one is for sure awesome. The Like I said, when we were there, I was actually looking for that Splash Mountain one. Um, but I, I could not, I couldn't find it. Um, that one I probably would have paid a little bit more. Like I would have paid the retail price um, at the Disney store or whatever um, had I seen it, but I didn't even see it. I should have bought that Alice in Wonderland one and just kind of been like, 50 bucks? Oh, well, and like just had it. That one's really cool. Yeah. Thank you to, first of all, Amy, uh, who sent out the very first email to inquire about being a specific guest on the Icebox. Uh, podcast and we were lucky enough to book this talent thanks to charlie huckle he does all my booking for me and (laughs) he's not he's not available right now he's doing some other work on revelation so i can't have charlie huckle on the air right now um but i want to say thank you to amy um and i'll come back to you in a second uh the other person i'd like to thank who was a total shocker 
uh, who came on to this show um, as a surprise guest. It was a surprise to Amy as well. Um, but I, I would like to thank the Buffer or the Queen of the House of M uh, for coming and uh, debuting on the Icebox. So thank you very much, Gina, too. Um, we're going <laughs> to... I forgot it's my debut. It is your debut. It is your debut. So before we get to our, our booked guest, uh, Gina. Yo. I'd like to give you the opportunity to, to plug all your social media outlets, anything, any projects you're working on, anything you want to promote, because millions of people will be listening to this podcast because of the guests we have on today. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. That, that's a given. That is a given. Um, but final thoughts, final thoughts. Anything you want to say to Amy? Anything you want to say? Any shout outs like to, to Rosie? Yo, go, girl. Stuff like that. Whatever you want to do. Go ahead. <laughs> Go oh ahead, God. Gina. Final thoughts from you. Well, my only other project that's coming up is to take all this fabric I've washed and folded sitting on my table to be cutting it into masks because I have fabric dating back to when Diego was born 14 years ago. I've got some Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls fabric. I've got some nice... The Powerpuff Girls! Some nursery fabric that's got clouds and moons on them. Uh, I've got a bunch of Chicago Cubs fabric, um, butterflies, just random stuff. But my elastic won't be here until April 23rd to the 30th. Oh, jeez. So I, I don't want to sound lazy, but I don't really want to cut fabric ties out of, well, the fabric. Because <laughs> it's extra work. So I guess I'll just have to uh, space my time in between uh, my part-time work hours right now with making more food so that Amy and I can have good conversations again. Yeah. Oh, and going out looking for a Nintendo Switch for Amy. That is, that's the forefront. Screw the masks. Screw the food. We are looking for the Nintendo Switch. And I guarantee you, we will find it before you. And we will come at you with some awesome news. More than likely via Snapchat, Amy. Okay. I'm fine with that. Okay, so thank you very much again, Gina, for being on the show. Amy, all coming all the way from Little Blue Island out there. Um, it is, it's surrounded by water. That's why they call it Blue Island. Um, very, very unique place. If you've never been, I highly recommend you visit that place. Um, but Amy, thank you very much for being on the show. I wish you the best, but I also want to turn it over to you to give us your final thoughts, to plug anything you want, uh, plug your TikTok channel, or whatever they call it, your TikTok clock. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. There you go. So go. I'll give you the. Um, the mic is on yours. The mic is you. All you. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. All you right now. Is Jimmy Davis. What I got. <laughs> um, my TikTok is amis79. Um, I make great content on there. Woohoo! Uh, lots of awkward dancing and cooking videos. Actually, I make popcorn on TikTok. Oh. Um, yeah, so there you go. There's a recipe. Uh, <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram, I guess. It's uh, Amers underscore Aim. Aim is spelled A I N. I'm pretty sure everyone listening to this already followed me on those things. Well, you never know. You never know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll make a YouTube channel and actually start doing stuff on there. Yes! And Rosie, shout out to Rosie. She said she would edit all my videos. So, who knows? Um, I gotta get over this, like, uh, what's that called? What's that word? 
like just a little sphere, but like it's not gonna be there. It's all in your brain. What's that called? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. Anxiety, uh, fear, uh, emotions, yeah. karma, brain aneurysm, no. foreign tongues, brain fart. Irrational fear of people what? Oh, it totally is. But you know what? That that is something, because um, before I started like doing the podcast too, or the YouTube, especially the YouTube stuff, um, I was really nervous to see what because it's in the public, right? Um, I'd be nervous to put TikTok stuff out. So you're already doing that. Um, oh, she's a savage. The buffer just brought it, brought one up. I see Amy on TikTok. Um, but no, I would totally, totally subscribe to your YouTube channel if you ever, if you uh, decide to do one, and I hope you do. Um, it again, YouTube is well in podcasts in general. TikTok too. I mean, it can be so much. It can be so much fun, especially, especially if you're creative, and. As I alluded to earlier, Amy, I really think you're just a wonderful person in general. Um, you're very talented. You're smart. You're fun, creative. So I would totally endorse your YouTube channel, and I would love to see what kind of content you put up on there. So go after that. Go at, Who cares what people think? If, if, it, if it means that much, then turn the comments off <laughs> when, you, when you post it and stuff too. Um, but no, go ahead and do that. I wish you luck with that. Cool, 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 cool. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that show. And again, the, the big Nintendo Switch thing that I said on air, we were going to guarantee that we found one before she did. We miserably failed. And I'm not even going to say we. I'm just going to say I miserably failed. Um, you know, the queen probably could have had like four of them, uh, in like 30 seconds, but I, I held her back and I said, hang on, I'm going to do it my way because it's my way or the highway. That's exactly what I said to her. Um, and then we lost it. So I, I didn't get it, but Amy was able to secure one. So congratulations to you on that. Um, but yeah, what'd you think of the show? I hope you liked it. Uh, it was a lot of fun and, uh, a lot of good college talk, uh, took me back to my college days too. Um, and I wish, uh, Amy the best of luck in her, uh, her career there, uh, school career for now. Right. Um, and I got the, the, the Disney stuff. Oh, the, when we went there, it was just a blast, a, a dream really. And, um, I hope when they're able to go and use their tickets, I hope they get the entire Disney experience. Um, cause they deserve that too. And then the Funko Pops. Oh, oh God. I wish I had more Funko Pops. I don't, I need more space to put my Funko Pops. It's incredible. You see our Revelation show on YouTube at uh, Icebox Cast. Um, a lot of shows I show like Funko Pops. I'm running out of room. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might just have to uh, 
um, build another loft or something. Like I can do that. Uh, I don't know. I gotta find. I gotta figure something out because uh, they're they're still coming and I'm still buying them. There's a whole wave of Masters of the Universe Funko Pops coming out, so I gotta make room. There's I think there's at least eight in that next wave. So anyway, I gotta figure that out. Oh, anyway, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you very much for listening. I do very much appreciate you listening and your time that you gave me to listen to the awesome Icebox podcast. And did you catch the cool? Okay, so I um. I, I like I, uh, Charlie Huckle, I should say, um, puts them together. But I kind of actually uh, have a little bit of my hand into the music interludes in between certain bits on the podcast. And it, there was one that debuted today. Um, I hope you liked it. I was jamming when I was creating that one. It was really, really cool. Um, but I use an app uh, to create those little music things because it's copyright free. I can, I can use them on these shows. Uh, but it was really fun. I hope you liked that too. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I'll just get back to the. I'll just get back to wrapping the show up. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, you, uh, again, you spread the word. Give us a share. Give us a like on these podcasts. Give us a comment. Uh, you can reach us at iceboxcast at gmail.com. That's iceboxcast at gmail.com. We'll read your questions, comments, any kind of feedback on the air. Um, and we're still waiting. Uh, we got Amy right, and look what happened. She's now a internet sensation, right? Um, you could be the next one. <laughs> uh, but uh, follow, give us an, a good follow on Facebook. Uh, Facebook, we're at Inspired Creations H O M. There, you can see our YouTube links, our podcast links, my artwork, um, and I hope you're able to check out my Facebook Live session. Um, I was able to put out that uh, senior senior things class of 2020 uh, SVG art. So anyone who owns a cricket, uh, if you go to Facebook and you search. Um, my Facebook page at Inspired Creations H O M. You can see three links to three SVG files featuring Senior Things Class of 2020 um, artwork that you can put on tumblers. You can t- utilize in their Cricut, but you can put them on your tumblers, your T-shirts, your hoodies, canvas bags, um, a corrugated sign, you know, for as like a decal or a decal for the car of your senior. But I gave those out um, for free. I just kind of put them as a downloadable link for you. Uh, so hopefully you can you can see that, but definitely check it out. And I'm gonna try to do one for eighth graders as well uh, shortly here. But uh, best place to follow us is uh, eight, uh, at Inspired <laughs> on Facebook as Inspired Creations H O M. What else do I got? Oh, Revelations. Um, Revelations coming up. We're gonna be showing those uh, Sword and Shield Rebel Clash Pokemon booster packs that I talked about earlier in the show. Um, we're going to open those up and have lots, lots of fun. And please wish us luck. Hopefully we'll be able to pull some very cool cards out too. Um, but that's, uh, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, we are Icebox Cast. So give us a search there. But again, just follow the Facebook page. You'll see all these links. And then you can subscribe. You can share. You can like, comment, all this different stuff. Um, and very shortly, the return of Comic Complex, the podcast will be coming very shortly. Um, we have uh, an episode that's going to be featuring just stuff. It, this this podcast is just comic book stuff. Um, so hopefully it'll be rant-free as well. But uh, it'll just be comic book related, either on what's coming out or whatever the heck. I Honestly, it's, it's my show still, so I'll talk about whatever the heck I want to talk about. But it'll I'm going to try to keep it comic book focused. Um, this next one has, um, and there's no, I can't buy new comic books. And not that I was either. So I have a lot of comic books that I can just review or talk about, I guess. Um, and the one that I'm going to be highlighting on the next episode of Comic Complex is uh, Savage Avengers number one. So 
Same thing, if you found this podcast, you'll be able to find Comic Complex as I have it all uh, streaming through the same service. So I'll check that out when it comes out. Okay, I'm done. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I do greatly appreciate every listener out there. I thank you very much for taking your time and listening to the Icebox. But until next time, may all your cakes be tasty.